from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to Money Moves, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. Hey, Money Movers, welcome to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood. Our next guest is a household name in the music industry. He is one half of the Southern rap duo UGK. He has released five solo albums, including 2010 Trilogy, which received the source's rare five mic rating. He is also a distinguished lecturer at Rice University, teaching on hip hop and religion. Most recently, he's entered the food industry with Trill Burgers. Money Movers, let's welcome a real OG Bun B to the podcast. Hey. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me. Great to have you here. Welcome, 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 Bun B. You have actually been mentioned a lot in previous episodes as an inspiration to so many as they've taken their careers from music to entrepreneurship. So it's really great to have you here. That's amazing. I hope it was all positive stuff. Absolutely rave and glowing reviews about you have been dropped on this podcast before. You've inspired so many people on their journey. This is a topic that we discuss a lot on the Money Moves podcast. And as I back up, I'm going to tell you a little bit more. Bank Greenwood is passionate about how we can help lay the foundations for financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and build generational wealth in our communities. And that's why we have Killer Mike as one of our founders, Ryan Glover from Bounce TV, and also Paul Judge, who's a notable cybersecurity entrepreneur. So really excited to have you on the podcast today and basically allow you to tell your story and continue to inspire so many more people. Oh, no, I'm happy to be here. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's amazing what you guys are doing, not just with Greenwood, but with Money Moves, you know, getting yeah. the word out, letting 
um, entrepreneurs tell their story directly to the people. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, part of it is we want people to be able to identify with, you know, your story of where you came from, how you moved up through the ranks, all the hard work that you put in, and for people to be able to get tangible advice and roadmaps to success. So let's go back to the beginning when you first started your career and launched into the industry. How did you get here? Uh, well, this was a very almost accidental kind of a situation. You know, we're from a very small town. We had big dreams. You know, we're from Port Arthur, Texas, a very small industrial town, not a lot of opportunities for people coming from there. But music was a big dream. It was always a dream of, of Chad, um, better known as Pimp C. And it was a dream of mine. And, you know, we kind of threw caution to the wind. We let it be known that this was something that we wanted to do. Um, we went around to different places. We actually ended up in King's Flea Market in Houston, Texas. And there was a gentleman by the name of Russell Washington who had a record store in that in that um, flea market and had a sign that he was looking for artists. And so we jumped back in the car, you know, Port Arthur is about a half away from Houston where the flea market is located. So we jumped in the car, we drove all the way back, got the music, then drove it back to Houston to present it to him. He liked what he heard. Um, he, he said he was willing to put his, his money behind it. We put out our first independent project in February of 1992 uh, called The Southern Way. It yep. sold 50,000 copies independently in two months. We ended up in a bidding war and Jive Records won the bidding war. We signed with them uh, in May of 1992 and the rest is history, as they say. Wow. I mean, you make it sound really, really easy. There's so many nuances to the story where you're like, we saw a sign, we went and got our music, we pitched it. What do you think was really integral to your success at this time? Like, was it just the music itself or how you guys hustled, like how you approached breaking into the industry? I think it's about preparedness, right? Like people always say what it is they want to do mm -hmm. and where they're trying to go, but how prepared are you really to get there? How ready are you if the opportunity presents itself to take advantage of yep. that opportunity? You know, the only problem we had was time and gas. That for us was not a big deal, you know, in order to to try to make that connection and and help be, you know, help ourselves be successful. So for me, it's really always been about preparedness. You know, people say, you know, man, give me a chance. I'm ready to go. Well, you never know. And in this day and age, know. you could be walking in a mall. Someone could be, you know, broadcasting live on the yep. streaming service. They either look up a talent, put a mic in your hand. Now, how prepared are you? You yep. know? Yep. So, um, and I tell people all the time, be very careful what you ask for. You know, people say they want success. They want to have a career and be busy, but you'd be very surprised how much of your personal life you may have to sacrifice yep. sometimes. Um, sleep health. Um, there's a lot of different things that come into like trying to get a business off the ground and trying to be successful and trying to take advantage of opportunities in front of you. So truly, truly be prepared for these opportunities, not just physically, not just career wise, but also mentally, because it's going to be very taxing on you as well. And for you, like when you look back at your career and your trajectory, like even the mental headspace, like how, who was it that was really helpful in providing mentorship or guidance for you? Or were you just sort of like on your own learning the ropes? I mean, initially we were, right? Uh, myself, uh, Chad and Russell, the guy that started the company, we didn't have any experience. We had no idea how to, you know, run a record company. <laughs> we didn't know how to, you know, put together the artwork, how to get the music pressed up. So we learned a lot of stuff on the fly. Well, once we kind of started to find our way into the industry and people realized we weren't going anywhere, we did start to get some really sound sage advice. People like Too Short came to us very early because he was signed to the same label we were signed to. And he was like, 
you guys have the deal. You're in the building, but there's a lot of different things you could be taking advantage of in the building. So he was really good about that. Jay Prince, the founder of Rap-A-Lob Records, was mm-hmm. very uh, inspirational for one of us even thinking that we could achieve a dream being from this area. You know, they were the first people to show that you could actually be successful and have a, a career in hip hop at the time. But also as we started to get into contractual disputes and just really, you know, becoming disheartened with the industry yeah. and, you know, you start doing favors for people and you accept reciproc- you expect reciprocation. It doesn't happen. Um, so he opened our eyes up to a lot of different things about the, about the music industry, helped us, you know, avoid a lot of obstacles and learn how to really take advantage of those nuances that people need to know to get everything out of the situation. Yeah. And I mean, you've seen so much like your legacy in the music industry has spanned decades right now. And you've seen so much change. Like we're talking about the 90s, like we saw the Internet come in, we saw Napster, all these things happen. And fast forward now to like 2021, it's so different. Like what advice do you have for the young G's coming into the into the business of music now? Well, I tell young artists all the time that, you know, the music for some people can almost be secondary. Mm. Um, The reason I say that is because you don't necessarily just sell music anymore. With everything that comes into play, be it social media, streaming services, um, all of these various platforms that you're there to take advantage of, it's 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 not just about the music. You're selling yourself. Yeah. Right. So you put these Instagram pages up, you put these Twitter accounts, YouTube pages, TikToks, whatever it may be, you're you're often selling yourself as a person. You're selling yourself as a lifestyle, mm-hmm. as someone to take cultural notes from, business notes from, all of these different cultural cues, as you will. And you have to be aware of that at all times. For example, you put out a video and you show yourself in nice shirt, nice pants, and you, you're you're a big clothes person, Tyre. So you, I know you understand this, right? <laughs> Once you put that image of yourself as someone who is a nice dresser and likes nice things, you have to consistently oh, present that message. You know, and you 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 almost can't even come outside, or unless you're coming outside in a way that you've told the public you present yourself. Oh yeah. Now, you're, if you're in a business that makes the kind of money that can facilitate spending it on that kind of clothing, by all means. But I tell young people, don't paint yourself in a corner, making it look like you got a bunch of money when you don't. Yep. Because the minute they don't see you with the money, they're gonna assume everything else is a lie. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So just be very careful. People don't have a problem with you not being rich yet. That's fine. Just, oh, you know, I feel like people miss this message. They're like, we're all on our grind on the way up. You don't have to yes. be rich yet. Like, but I think that's what people think success is. And you've got to be successful before, you know, it's like the chicken and the egg. Well, I think there's been a saying that's been around for a while. And I think it's time for it to die. And that's fake it till you make it. Mm. That's been a big problem for people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And the problem is, is that social media can help you facilitate faking it until you make it. Yep. Right? But everyone at some point will be found in a position that they would not like to be found in. So you have to be careful about what you're telling people you are, what you represent, what you have, how you move. Because at some point, if you're not in that particular space when people see you, they're going to take a picture, they're going to take a video, and you're going to have to live with that. Oh my gosh, and that's harder, you know, even in any product, whether it's a brand or this, removing the negative reviews is almost harder than like, you know, 10X glowing reviews, like we've seen this. And so that idea of like bad press, good press and bad press, like any press is good press does not necessarily translate. Not at all. 
So now you've had this illustrious career in the rap game and this industry, but you've also turned to entrepreneurship. And many people have been singing your praises, how you've helped guide them to find alternate streams of income and build wealth outside of the music industry. Big Teach is one of them. He said that you really were instrumental in pushing him to start his mac and cheese, food trucks and restaurants. Can you talk about your journey from like music to entrepreneurship and um, some of the lessons that you've learned and businesses you've created? Yeah, so um, the music industry is a business, right? And I didn't really understand that fully when I came into the industry. I was very young. I was uneducated to everything. And I kind of found out a lot of stuff on the fly. But there were people in my corner, the E-40s, the Two Shorts, Mm -hmm. the J Princes, people who were able to to speak truth into my life, help me avoid some things and put me on the correct path. So I felt it was only right for me to pay it forward to other people. What happened is, is that it always it didn't always end up being a musical situation. Mm-hmm. I started to have friends that wanted to transition into other things. Teach was one of them. Teach was somebody I knew very well from the music industry, um, but was in a space where he wasn't really sure where he wanted to go. And I always te- tell people, follow their passion, follow their loves. So even if you're not successful, you can still be happy. And yep. I was like, what is it you love to do? He was like, I don't know, I really like to cook. I'm like, where are you? (laughs) I was like, you know what? Next time I come to Miami, I want to try your food. So I I went to Miami and I had some friends with me. We were all there doing the Gumball 3000. And he came by and cooked some food for us. And I ate and I was like, you need to do this professionally. Like there was, it was not a pastime for him. I was like, wow, it's really good. You should do it. He was like, I don't know nothing about the food industry. I said, that's okay. There's, there's many different entry points. Right. That provides you low overhead, but high profit points. And I was like, food trucks would be the perfect situation for you to introduce this brand into. He took my advice. You know, I was I was a bit nervous because I knew, you know, he was he was very serious about this commitment. He named it after his father. His father's face is the logo. Um, But I I trusted the brand. I trusted the food and uh, his reputation in the city was solid. So people were willing to give him a chance which many young upstart businesses don't have any yes. brand awareness um, when they start. He, luckily, he, people knew who he was in the city, and they gave it a shot. He started catering different um, album listing parties. He eventually worked his way up to a food truck. Now he's got brick-and-mortar locations. The world is wide open for him, you know? And sometimes we have to be careful that we're not – because we can often give good advice but not take the advice that we give to yes. other people for ourselves. Right. And so I find myself in a place of transition where it's like, okay, you're solid in the music industry. You have your publishing, you own all you own your music right now. And that's a good place to be in. But what are we going to do with this capital? Do we have any other places where we can make these things happen? And so I indulged in in um, the cannabis space. So I have equity and a couple of different companies. One is called G-Pen. G-Pen's been around um, very long time. Uh, One of the earliest introductions into hardware for cannabis consumption. Oh, and then wow. I went to a, a, a new company called Mez. And so, but I haven't moved into flower yet because I feel like that's the one you got to hit on the head. Hardware and lifestyle um, um, products, they're a little bit easier to kind of get through the market, but the flower is really, really saturated right now. So we're trying to find the right entry point for that. But we found other- Talk avenues. to me offline. <laughs> Let's do that. Georgia's a, Georgia is the new frontier. <laughs> I know that's right. I, and I know my brand works in Georgia, so yeah. it'll, it'll resonate yeah. with people. But we did have other things that we wanted to do. My wife and I were very big on cooking, and for many years we would put up cooking videos. And out of everything we put up on social media, it was always the cooking videos 
that resonated with people, that connected, that had the most comments, had the most views. Yep. It was always that. And, and so we were for, for a while, we were like, we need to figure out how to capitalize off of this. Because for us, it's just us showing what we do. But, but isn't really there something to be said for that? You know, you're doing this stuff because it's like, it's what we do, it's what we like. And it's like, you know, whoever it is, the universe is sending you a message like, this is it, this is it, this is it. And you're like, but this is just what we like to do. And that's like what following your passion really looks like. This is what we like it to really do. And people receive it and they love it and they respond to it. <laughs> and so and so we were, were looking at opening up a location. Um, I've been talking with a good friend of mine, Chef Roble. We had been talking about looking at locations and opening up something in the food space in Houston. And then while we were in the midst of trying to lock in a location, bam, COVID, COVID hit. Right. And so everything gets kind of put back to zero for, on every level, right? Even oh, with the music industry. The whole everything world. gets kind of yep. on zero. We're trying to figure out how to how to re-enter the space and how to, you know, keep capital coming in in this time. And so the music industry eventually worked itself out in terms of music sales. Thank God that we were already um, in this digital space because if we were still dependent on brick and mortar record stores to sell records, yeah. the music might have fallen apart. Oh, absolutely. COVID, you know, and and so with the, the food thing eventually came back around um, to us. A, a good friend of mine, uh, Andy Wynn, approached me. Andy um, used to own the clothing line um, about 12, 13 years ago called I Am King. So Andy's always been an entrepreneur, but he, over the last couple of years, moved into the food space. And so he had a concept that he wanted to open. Um, and the majority of his concepts exist, exist in Los Angeles and operate out of California. Mm. But this one was one that he felt like he couldn't get the traction he wanted to get there. He thought he could get the brand off a little bit better here. was curious if I would partner with him. I was like, I, I love the idea, but I got to try the food, right? Yeah. We got to try the food. I tried the food. It was A1. I was willing to put my name on it. And I decided to actually put my name on it. So many people know the term trill, you know, from our music. Yep. It's been connected with us. It's from our hometown of Port Arthur. But everyone knows what that word means. And they know the connectivity of that term to me. So the branding is already done. So we thought, you know, we'll name it Trill Burgers presented to the public. We've been doing pop-ups um, over the last couple of weeks. Every time we do a pop-up, a pop-up, so the numbers increase. Um, for people, we actually gave away 90 burgers yesterday because um, next year I'll be performing at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, which is by far the largest cultural event, musical event that we have in Houston. Wow. It's a month celebration. They do about 21 to 24 days of concerts. They average about 65,000 people per night. So it's actually the largest music festival in the world that no one really even knows wow. about. They sell over 1.5 million tickets every year for this thing. I'm the first black man from Houston to perform at this rodeo on their 90th anniversary. Come on so now. So we fun That's to big. celebrate Yeah. by giving away 90 of my burgers. So we did that yesterday. But the city has really gotten behind it. And we're already getting calls for people that want to open doors in other cities. But I'm like, look, I need to open my first door. I need right. to make sure my supply chain is together. I need to have my employee situation down right. We got to, you know, we have to lock in on this concept and show that it's executable. Yes. But it is, it is designed to scale, right? The whole, everything that he does is designed to scale up. Um, these things can fit as a brick and mortar standalone. They can work in food courts, sporting venues, airports. Franchised all the way. Absolutely. All of that. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. We're going to keep as close to the chest as possible, at least for probably the first two to three years, just Mm -hmm. so we can make sure that we lock in the concept. If we do expand more beyond one door, we'll do it here. Yeah. And localize it before we take it away. Yeah. Um, but I do want to extend opportunities because every everyone that's an owner in this company is a person of color. So we want to make sure that when we do extend franchise um, opportunities, that we make them available for people of color. Yes. And this is how we create wealth and opportunity. You know, we're be able, able to make these franchises and scalable businesses and offer it to people in our community, whether it's in Houston and you branch out from that. But I love the thought that you're putting into it because oftentimes people will start a business and it's so bright and shiny and flashy and everyone wants in and you can grow too fast in actuality. <laughs> so understanding that you go like deep into your market, create success, like understand what that looks like and then branch out. Like this is, this is smart business. That I'm sure you've learned over your years. <laughs> well, look, Houston is the third largest um, metropolitan, major metropolitan city in America, right? And being an entertainer in Houston, I've been able to build a substantial career and, you know, raise substantial revenue, not mm-hmm. just myself, but most of us here because of how large the state is and how populous the cities are here. So I don't have to necessarily spend that, that much marketing money outside of yep. my regional, my, yep. uh, you know, immediate region in order for me to capitalize off it. And the more that I do it, and the, the, the basically the more you make music, the easier making music becomes. Yeah. Um, the more you invest back into yourself and your music, the cheaper it becomes to produce the music. And so you, even though you may decrease in listeners, you will still increase in revenue stream. 
And now I don't have to just sell one album in one store to make money. Yep. I can take one song, release it through 20 different platforms, have it on television shows, movie trailers, in movies, wow. all of these different revenue streams that are available for, for me. So I don't have to work harder as I get older. Let's I just work, have to work smarter. smarter. Yes. Yes. Okay, so talk about this because there's a lot of, um, you mentioned earlier on, you, you're like, you own your publishing, you own your music. And yes. for someone who, you know, came up in the game like 20 years ago, that this seems like an anomaly now. And you're hearing a lot of people how, you know, their deals were misrepresented. How, did, how were you intentional about keeping ownership over your music? So, so I want to be very clear. The, the group that I'm, the music that I made in the group UGK, I do not own the masters too. But because we realized that we would never own the masters mm -hmm. to our group music, we worked very hard to have ownership of our solo music. And so, so that's what I've been able to do. And so yeah. now, because it's a lot cheaper, I can put out more music, right? But I don't have to sell a ton of physical units. As long as these things stream on these platforms, it creates enough revenue, yep. right? So there's a consistent stream that's available for me as long as I stay consistent <laughs> in releasing music. I don't have to sell a million records to make yes. a million dollars, yep. right? And it didn't take me long to realize that. But being locked into these contracts that these major record labels offer you, you will never break even within the company. Wow. You'll constantly be relying on taking advances, wow. but you'll never see the, the entirety of the revenue that's produced by your music. Once we realize how much capital is actually made off of, off of music and how most of these companies are subsidiaries of publishing companies, right? Mm -hmm. The only mm -hmm. reason they're allowed to release music is because they already own so much music. And I'm like, if they, and, and they were constant. So when we first signed, they bought our publishing for a very low amount. We didn't know what it was. We didn't know the value. Nobody knew no back knew. then, absolutely. Once we did, the minute um, we realized the value, we started trying to buy it back. They wouldn't sell it back to us until the term. So we just basically had to stay relevant until that term expired. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. so we worked very that's hard. You did. To You're like, okay. We tried to make good music. The rights reverted back to us. We've been able to license them out. Myself and the estate of Pimp C, Pimp C have been able to license music out. People remake music. We just had, I just had a song remade by Drake on his new album. What? You know what I'm saying? Certified so Lover that, Boy. That's, a, that's, that's more revenue. For Shout out us. Canada, so, Toronto, and the six. <laughs> yeah. So you just have to, 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 to stay relevant and be as consistent as possible in creating content. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be the number one content, but if you stay consistent, there are a group of people who will come to you looking for that consistency, for that information and that content. Once I figured that out, everything's wide open. And now that we own everything, we can release music because we want to, not because we have to. Yeah. And we don't have to conform to anything that's going on commercially. I don't have to sound like anybody that's popping right now. Mm -hmm. I have a select group of people that are locked in with me in my movement. And as long as I service them, I should be fine. Wow, I love that. That's really great advice. And it's like simple, but just sometimes that messaging gets lost for so many people. Well, thank you so much for your time today and continue to be great and excel in all you do. Money Movers, make sure you follow Bun on all his social media handles and go and support all his business endeavors in the H-Town. I am at Bun B on Instagram. I am at Bun B Trilogy on Twitter. I am at um, Bunby Official UGK on Facebook. Um, Trill Burgers has their own dedicated space, so you can follow them at Trill Burgers on Instagram or go to the website, trillburgers.com. 
All right, Money Movers, this is all the time we have for today. Make sure you tune in Monday through Friday and subscribe to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood so that you too can have the keys to the financial freedom you so rightly deserve. Thank you so much for tuning in, Money Moves audience. If you want more or a recap of this episode, please go to thebankgreenwood.com and check out the Money Moves podcast blog. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.